0: Hi, this is Jessica Heron, mom of two, serial entrepreneur, the founder and CEO of Stella and Dot Social Retail. And this is my podcast, Self Made. This podcast is filled with take action tips and inspiration to help you create the life that you want, integrating success in work, life, and your personal well-being. Our core belief at Self-Made is that you are in charge of you. Only you can define your success and only you can create it. Success is not one size fits all and it's not for just the predetermined few. It's for you. Hello friends and welcome to the Self-Made podcast. This is going to be an interesting episode that I hope inspires you uh, if you are Female, if you have ovaries, if you have breasts, and you or you love someone with them, then it's going to give you some insight into take better care of them. But even more than that, we're going to bring on Ginny Erlick, the amazing new CEO of Bright Pink, a foundation that helps educate women on ovarian and breast cancer and um, raises money for a very powerful cause. Uh, the Stellandot Brands were excited to collaborate uh, with them. We've been able to, with the generosity of our ambassadors and customers, raise millions of dollars for uh, causes we support, and women's health is among them. So with that, I want to welcome Ginny to the show. Hello. It's so nice to be here with you. First of all, I want to make sure I'm saying your name right. It's Ginny Erlich. Am I pronouncing it right? Ginny Erlich. Ginny Jenny Ehrlich. Okay, Jenny, <laughs> um, I, I'm so glad you're here. And um, I think what you do, first of all, I want to say, you know, we were as a purpose-driven community of women. Our philosophy was you know, do as much as you can, as soon as you can, to give back to the world. But I always admire people that have really chosen a career path in nonprofits. So before we even get into bright pink, can we just tell us a little bit more about you and what led you down this path.
1: I was lucky enough so early in life to know uh, what I wanted to do and uh, what I wanted to pursue professionally. And I knew that I loved a few things. One was making sure that women and young people had what they needed to be healthy and to thrive, and that I wanted to ensure that everybody had the same, you know, kind of start in life, um, opportunities in life to pursue uh, their best life stories. And so, I uh, was able to uh, focus my career on public service and nonprofit uh, and have worked in that space for almost 30 years now. And it's been such an amazing journey. I've met so many amazing women, young people, advocates, champions uh, throughout my career. And I wouldn't trade one moment of it for anything. But how did you
0: know that? I think when, you know, I I think a lot of people in their youth are like, I would like to be you know, a movie star, how did you, what shaped you to have such a, an amazing heart? Yeah, I don't know. It just, it just was
1: always who I was. Even, even when I was in high school, I was doing service. And so, uh, uh, to others and participating in philanthropy and different events. So it was always a pathway that I knew that I wanted to be on. Uh, some of my early career days were spent in a classroom. And I think that one of the, uh, one of the opportunities and greatest learnings I had through that experience was to get to know young people who were coming from all different walks of life, uh, life circumstances, and to better understand my own kind of privilege and opportunities that I had had in the world. And I just wanted to ensure that all young people uh, really had those same opportunities as they were uh, growing older and felt like health and education were really kind of the uh, uh, the hooks uh, for that. And I've always been, you know, someone who wants to ensure all that all women can thrive and live their best life stories.
0: Well, we share that you do it through health. And I passion my passions through their economic well being and financial fierceness, but I, I admire um, everything that you you stand for and that you do. So tell us about bright pink.
1: So Bright Pink is a national nonprofit organization that also works to ensure that women live uh, their brightest lives through the ability to know their risk for breast and ovarian cancer, to take care and proactively take charge of their health, and then to support other women who are going through their own journeys.
0: When we, as a a Stellandot Foundation, when I first heard the Stats around women that get cancer, and I think this is just one of those things you know talk about privilege. there's a privilege of youth where you are invincible. I have two teenagers, and you know now they are invincible right you, is that like when you' well I guess you were thinking about saving the world when you were sixteen, but other people, regular people were not, nor do they think that they would ever have a health issue. You don't start to think about that, but as you get wiser and older and you have children, if, you, if you, you start to become a lot more concerned about just well-being and health in general, and as a woman, when you start to think about when you start needing a mammogram or start learning about things, the stat around the amount of women that get cancer is mind-blowing. Can you share some of that with our listeners? It's very compelling yeah,
1: to do self Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so one in eight women during their lifetimes will be diagnosed with breast cancer. So that number in and of itself one is one in eight. eight. One in eight women. And uh, we know also that one in 78 women uh, in their lifetimes will be diagnosed with ovarian cancer. The more challenging aspect of that is that most of the diagnoses for ovarian cancer are very late Stage And so Mm -hmm. two-thirds of women will die of ovarian cancer who are diagnosed. And so what we do at Bright Pink is really try to um, get way ahead of that and really work um, primarily with women who are 18 to 40 to say, you don't have to wait till... Forty to get your first mammogram, you can really take charge of your health and uh, get smart about your health um, and your breast and ovarian health in particular way earlier, by really understanding and knowing your family history and assessing your risk for breast and ovarian cancers, and now taking advantage of a lot of life-saving medicine and technology that has come to be that allows women who are at higher risk for breast ovarian cancer to uh, take on risk-reducing action. So what we are doing is really trying to kind of front load it and to not, not disabuse 18-year-olds um, to thinking they're invincible like your daughters, but instead really ensuring that they remain invincible throughout their
0: lives. That's right. We're not eighteen yet, so there's they can still <laughs> think that. Um, but I, I uh, the the thing that I love around what you do and the impact it has in people's lives is we need to think of the C word. You know, cancer is so frightening for people, and they think of it as uh, you know this is something that you can live with and treat versus die from. And that early detection is huge. It's the critical factor. And and so if you are doing the self exams, if you're getting a monogram, if you have a a monogram, a mammogram, people would rather have a monogram than a mammogram, but (laughs) one's not going to detect breast cancer, uh, that they can do, uh, make a big difference in your outcome. So that's what we love to participate in as a community of women, our ambassadors. One of the things that I've always loved about supporting, um, the breast cancer awareness is which we will do in October. In fact, by having a shop where people can shop it and proceeds will go to Bright Pink so they can, you guys can participate in um, supporting this amazing organization. But that we are a community of women that just talk about it. And when you talk about it, you raise, aware, raise awareness and that helps people do self exams, which helps with early detection. So just by raising the concern, um, you're doing some good there. So, so that's really remarkable. Tell me what sets bright pink apart from other organizations.
1: You know, I think what sets Bright Pink apart uh, from other organizations is that we start early and we really focus on breast and ovarian health and what's possible uh, for younger women so that they can be proactive about their health and really understand what their risk levels are. Uh, We know that when detected early, uh, survival rates uh, for breast and ovarian health can be greater than 92%. So it matters.
0: That's it a really very hopeful happens. statistic. That's incredible. Yeah. And yeah. So early detection.
1: That, absolutely, early detection, early knowledge, early understanding of risks can really save lives. And that's what Bright Pink is about. It's really about translating that information. And to your point, really trying to be that girlfriend's guide mm-hmm. to all things breast and ovarian health. So that your ambassadors and customers can have these dialogues and conversations and share amazing, um, um, you know, kind of product that you all put out. And thank you so much for your support. It makes such a difference because it allows us to really uh, accelerate and amplify um, this important message that early knowledge and early detection really matters. And uh, we can all as women take charge of our health and help our uh, friends do the same thing.
0: That's awesome. I always, I joke with our ambassador community when we do cause boutiques and shops As I always think, you know, this is really a platform where you get to do whatever you want. You set your goals, you do it. I'm like, and you, even if you don't sell a bracelet, can you just tell someone to do a self-exam? So, and it is a very passionate community about that. Everybody can make a difference here, but how do women make, what I'd love for you to share is how can women make a difference in their own health every single day to take care of themselves.
1: Absolutely. We know that in addition to um, understanding one's risk, in addition to mammograms and all the early detection strategies, self-breast checks, uh, we know that also what matters is lifestyle. We know that women, um, if they eat well, uh, if they move more, at least 30 minutes almost every day, if they don't use tobacco uh, products, if they... uh, you know, um, get their screenings and mammograms and well-women ex- um, uh, exams, and um, have one drink or less a day, that they are much less, li- less likely to uh, develop breast or ovarian cancers. So these are things that women can do every day to really take charge of their health, to take care of themselves. And these are really important for breast and ovarian health. They're also really important for women on so many different levels. I think the other thing that um, we like to talk about is that this doesn't need to be hard and it doesn't need to be expensive. A Mm 30-minute walk is moving free.
0: Right. That's right. Yeah. So if you live healthy, you you are far more likely to stay healthy. Uh, It doesn't take your chances down to zero. You still need to do, even if you are very healthy, you need to do the self-exams. You need to go do... Uh, the mammograms, but it is it's a better way to live. And you know, I'm curious. you I think, many. So much of science we don't necessarily know, and it's hard to isolate exactly what caused cancer right? if someone gets it, and therefore tell somebody with total clarity, here's how you avoid it. Versus you know, genetics. Uh, so many people today are having a heightened awareness around their chemical load. So things that they put on their body. So you talked a lot about how you move your body, what you ingest, but what is your advice for women who are thinking about what products they choose in order to avoid you know, hormone disruptors or potentially harmful chemicals in products? Is there a lot of research about that? Is it kind of fear-based or how do you break that down for people?
1: Yeah, I think that uh, for us the The research is I think too early to really kind mm-hmm. of answer that question right there's there's a lot of there's a lot of um theory out there there's some research out there, but it's not as kind of hard and fast as kind of the the kind of preventive lifestyle tips like eating well, moving more, not using alcohol um at all or very sparingly, not, not smoking, those are really kind of evidence-based, like we know, we know about these things. And so um, what we like to focus on are those components, mm-hmm. recognizing that there are a lot of other things that m- certainly impact our health, our breast and ovarian health, as well as other um, aspects of our health. And that we all need to kind of do what we feel like is best for us because we know our bodies better than anyone. So we, we might know how some of these products and environmental components might impact our bodies, and we might want to do um, things that um, feel the healthiest to us. So that's why we focus on those components, but recognize that there are a lot of other aspects to living well
0: and living healthy. 100%. And I, I completely agree with you. I think that with women's health, it's really important for people to speak in facts and not have a scare tactic that's marketing. I mean, we have a um, a clean skincare line where we avoid potentially harmful ingredients. But when you do read the research and the papers, and I have in, in making sure that we're marketing this and you know in the right ways, and, and are being um, factual about what uh, ingredients and things do, you realize that it, really people's lifestyle and early detection is what. Is known and matters most. So, uh, you it, not paying attention to that is, is is the first thing to fix, and that's exactly what you guys focus on. So, I am so glad that you came here to help educate us, and we are so motivated to get this message out. I think 2020 has been a rough year for people, and we're gonna go out. I've decided it's a turning point already. More good things are gonna happen than bad things in the rest of this year. And among them is going to be us knocking it out of the ballpark in supporting bright pink. <laughs> I think when you're when things are going wrong in your life, it kind of is cathartic and nice to be like, "What can I do that's positive? What can I do to help someone?" And what I love is that everybody can help someone when it comes to um, health because it's just even awareness and encouraging them to do a self exam that can make all the difference. So at the end of this self made podcast. And I think yours is a layup. We always give somebody a challenge of what to go take action on right now uh, because they are self-made and listening to advice does nothing for you, but acting on it does everything. And you get to give them the challenge. What do you want uh, each of our listeners to do?
1: I would challenge each of your listeners to go to brightpink.org and take our assess your risk quiz to really know and understand what your starting point is, and it will provide personalized and customized information about how you can take proactive charge of your health. I would also, if I can add a second a challenge, encourage you all of your listeners to not put their health on hold. Mm -hmm. Don't put that well woman exam or that screening Mm -hmm. on hold for any longer, because what we know is that there are safety precautions in place in providers' offices right now, and we know that it's so important for women to stay on track with their health care so that they can detect things early and ensure that their um,
0: health is on track. That is such an important message. And I think that's so clear. If there is someone hesitant to go into a doctor's office because of COVID, when you think about the odds, you've got to go in safely, but you've got to go in because that's a far greater risk factor um, in particular for women. So do not delay and delay is critical. It is, it is the difference in um, survival rate and treatment. So that is, you definitely get to add on a challenge number two. <laughs> yeah, they,
1: I think there there are some studies that are are coming out that are uh, suggesting that while it was important to delay uh, first few months of the COVID pandemic, because we were trying to learn For about sure. what, Figuring what, it, out, what yeah. it all meant. And now we know that the safest and healthiest thing that women can do is to get that well woman exam on the schedule and to get screenings on the schedule like mammograms because we can't put our health on hold any longer. So that is so essential and important and uh, and going to be so much better for our health uh, than any risk of go, uh, COVID-19 through a provider's office visit.
0: Okay, we know what we need to do. Jenny, you're an inspiring person Thank you so much. I'm so glad that you are leading Bright Pink and giving that gift to the world. And we are so um, grateful for your advice and to make a difference with you uh, this this October with um, Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So thank you so much for being on the podcast. And so thank you, my friends, for listening in. And uh, remember, you are self-made. So go do those challenges. Goodbye, everybody. Thanks for listening to this episode, my friends. If you took anything away from this episode, will you do me a huge favor? Please take a minute right now to subscribe to the Self-Made Podcast. Drop a review online. You know the drill. Wherever you get your podcasts, Apple, Google. Also share it with a friend. Forward it. Spread the word that this is an amazing resource to help others grow too. And if you share it online, use the hashtag #SelfMadePodcast. Oh, and tag me too at Jessica Hearn so I can say hello and thank you.